Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And this is a very special week in the history of the Psych Legal Pop <laughs> Podcast. Yes, it is. Um, this week, we have so many milestones. Um, we have hit over 100,000 downloads. Yes, it's very exciting. Very exciting. This is the one year anniversary of when we premiered. Yes. Uh, coming up September 20th. Yes, we last year. Yes, we uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> we uploaded our first two episodes. Yes. The uh, Kardashians. But, yeah. And wasn't it Monica Lewinsky? N- was it the Kardashians it and the Johnny Depp, Depp uh, Amber Heard trial? Might, yeah, I can't remember. No, it was those two. I remember that. Yeah. And so that was that was a year ago. Yes. That we premiered. And um, also, we're about to, in the next day or two, about to hit our 100th episode. Ooh, yes. So this is a really big week. It is a big it, week. It really is. And it's very exciting. And we wanted to just take a moment to just thank you, whether you just started here or you here from the beginning. We totally appreciate everybody's support. Um, And I just wanted to shout out a few specific people. We have some listeners who, you know, have just been here from the beginning and have just supported us and said nice things. And uh, we really appreciate it. Um, Angela, Allison, our friend Amy Archer from the Miss Recap Yes. Podcast. Yeah. She has been very supportive. Yes, yes. Very generous, very supportive. Uh, Nancy. Yes. Um, my two childhood friends, Jen and Jeannie, <laughs> <laughs> who have been there from the beginning. Yes. Um, yes. Cheering us on our mother. <laughs> our uncle, our uncle Bill. Bill. Yes. Our uncle yes. Bill, who our uncle like Bill, probably the 
third person that down uploaded it yeah, after us. After us and our mom. It. Yes. Yeah. He's been very supportive. And yes. uh, Nancy, we have a listener, Nancy, who just writes us the nicest emails and Brandy who writes us nice emails. And, you know, we just want to say thank you. Like, yeah, we really appreciate it. It makes yeah. up for when people, um, I don't know, when people tell me, I hate my voice. <laughs> And we get mean comments. Well, I have to tell you, we not to bring the mood down. Oh, oh God. Did we get another mean comment? Yeah. Well, we got a, like, I just felt a flurry. No, I felt confused by this comment. Someone was very upset, wrote a terrible review Uh on Apple Podcasts because last week, oh, no, um, there was some confusion at the beginning of the episode about whether we were covering episode three or four. Oh, well, and that this, was your fault. It was my fault. I take full responsibility. <laughs> I was tired. You guys, I was tired. I just started a new job. I'm exhausted. Yes. And, you know, I don't know. I For all things to get upset about, this person was very upset. And I'll have you know that this week I have it correct. Yes. <laughs> this is episode. The going gets okay. So I made sure to pay attention to that. But whatever, you know, <laughs> I'll never understand, you know, why sometimes people get so upset. But for the most part, everybody has been so kind and supportive and we really do appreciate it. Yes. So thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. And this week's episode of Sister Wives, oof, boy, it is much lighter. Thank gosh. Yes. Much, much lighter. And um, if you were at all, I mean, across the board, because I do listen to other people's recaps and across the board, I think last week really affected everybody. Oh, everybody was everybody. It was and, disturbing. Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through and without a crystal ball who I, fo- who I follow on Instagram, she she uh, was saying that what was going on with Cody was he went into a narcissistic rage and you know, I'm not, narcissism is such a huge topic and there are people that specialize um, in it. And so I didn't know a lot about narcissistic rage. And so I started studying it and it was so interesting. And his, what he's going through his textbook. I mean, it's like, boom, boom, like every single point. Mm-hmm. So if you want to try to get some understanding of what what was happening with Cody last week, look that up. I just, Psychology Today had a great article about it. Um, and then someone else commented on our social media about what happened between why Peyton and Gwen can't be in the same room. And apparently you said, or one of us said that there was a rift between the two of them, mm-hmm. but apparently there was something happened where this person claims, allegedly, I don't know, mm-hmm. but that, that something like he hit her. Yeah. Some I sort of act of violence. Violent. And I... So if it is that, then that is more than a rift. I, I I am sorry that we may I if I said rift, if that was me, did not mean to dismiss it like that to Gwen. But oh, I yeah. had no, no I, idea. I, I think I said that because yeah. I don't know. I don't want to make, you know, assumptions or allegations. I don't I don't know what happened, but obviously mm-hmm. they, they can't be together or she, yeah. They she's so uncomfortable she can't be around him at all. Yes. So I don't know, but that's very, it's really, really sad. 
for everyone. And also, but it is concerning with Payton because he is now that he's starting to, he does sort of exhibit some of Cody's traits in some ways. Some of, you know, know, just some Payton's things, I think, are, I don't know. Just that that interview that he had, I, anyway. Yeah, we barely see him, so I I don't know. But um, anyway, I feel like the the theme of this episode, (laughs) you could say, where is Cody? Yes. So about where exactly wh- is Cody? Where has Cody been, you know, for the past 30 years? It's, uh-huh. it's kind of unclear. And that's the mystery. And I also wonder, because I, that's my, that's my question. And I also wonder is, is it possible that maybe Cody isn't with any of these women that Cody is hiding somewhere? You know, yeah. is this is, this is, I love how they're all tracking him all the time. Right. And I'm like, is it possible that maybe he is hiding that he is not with any of you. Yeah, I think he's hiding from his responsibilities and mm-hmm. hiding from the stress. And yeah, I think he drives around in his car a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he goes, you know, to town or where. I, yes, yeah. I think he is hiding because yes. they're all like, well, he was only here. He was less. He was here less than a third or a fourth or whatever. The everyone's doing the math, and it's like, yeah, where is he? Yeah. So I, I think, and, and Cody is very vague, these things about time and, and all of this. So we, we can get to that, but um, let's jump in because we start off at Janelle's apartment and poor Janelle, she misses having a big kitchen because she's just there in her teeny tiny little apartment. That is the saddest little kitchen. Saddest. It's the saddest apartment. She has this bookshelf right by the front door. That just has random shit, not a book in it, but just random shit piled on each shelf. Mm-hmm. Like she's, it's just a storage unit. This, yes. This apartment. Ugh. And so um, she needs more furniture, but where? Where yeah, is she going to put no, the furniture? No, she doesn't need more furniture. Where is she going to put that beanbag? Ugh, I don't know. In the middle of the room. And Christine's bringing over this giant beanbag chair, which again... W- who is going to sit in this beanbag chair? Wh- who? And why yeah. do you need that? And where are you going to put it? And the poor beanbag doesn't even fit through the door. It's such a teeny tiny little No, apartment. there's no room in there. Th- what is happening? What is happening here? This is just know. the saddest thing. And you know, I'm kind of uncomfortable with the fact that every time Chanel comes over to have or excuse me, Christine comes over to Janelle's to have these conversations. Savannah is just yeah. standing there and it seems very uncomfortable and inappropriate. I don't really feel Savannah should be part of these discussions. Yeah, I, I am surprised that she is part of them. I mean, I do understand she's 17. No, maybe just, she just turned 18. But uh, yeah, I do think it's interesting that she is always there, that they're yeah. not leaving or yeah. Because she it's has been a part of every single one of these conversations yeah. that they've had. And so Janelle is really putting it all out there. And I guess maybe Janelle feels like, hey, this is going to be on television. She's going to see it anyway. Right. So either she can see it here with me now or she can see it later. Yeah, because she is, I think, at this point, only like 16. No, I think she's she, this is her senior year. Well, she just Isn't graduated it? this past June. And oh, oh, three. so she so has another year. Oh, oh, that's right. Sorry. I keep thinking it's 2022. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh God. oh, God. 
Janelle has, so that means at that point, because in the back of my mind, I keep thinking like, oh, Janelle, you only have to get through this next semester and then you can leave and leave. Savannah's almost done. But really, Janelle has another year and a half. Year and a half. Oh, Oh, poor Janelle. Um, Yeah. Christine basically even says that she feels sorry for Janelle. And she, you know, even mentions that, you know, her neighbor is moving and maybe Janelle. Yeah. Move in next door to her. <laughs> and you know, Janelle looks like she wants to do that so badly. So badly. Yeah, but she has to stay for for Savannah. But yeah, yeah well, it comes at, So Savannah says Cody hasn't spoken to her since her birthday, which was at the beginning of December. And we're now in mid-January. Yeah. Well, hold and, on. Can we go back for a second? So uh-huh. one thing I thought was interesting was Janelle does say that she and Christine had jealousy in the past which is they've never really talked about how they've mm-hmm. been jealous of each other. And that, um, but now that they're, you know, no longer wives, all of that's been removed. And that, um, that Janelle was talking how, right, in their religion, they don't believe in divorce and that they call it a release. And, um, and I just think it's so interesting that it's not divorce, it's called a release. It's like how it's, how Christine, and then we see Christine's talking about her freedom. I have mm-hmm. so much freedom. I am so happy in in Utah. I am so so happy. It's like, yes, you're like captive. Release mm-hmm. is freedom. Anyway, right. I just thought it was interesting words, choices of phrase. You know. Anyway, but it was also funny too how Christine didn't really seem to give a crap about the technicalities. Yes, she no, she like, didn't. I don't need a release. I'm divorced. I'm declaring, <laughs> declaring myself divorced. I'm well, gone. Because Christine left the religion, right? So for Christine, yeah. this wasn't a religious thing. It was really right. about, I don't want to be with this man anymore. And I'm out of this. Yeah. Janelle still seems to be clinging to the religious, the religious part. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. The whole Savannah not talking that he lives a half hour away and that he has not bothered one iota. Um and then you can see Christine getting so upset in her own confessionals, learning all of this or hearing mm-hmm. this about Savannah. And she start, she starts to vent and then she stops herself. Right. Yeah, she she doesn't want to say too much because it's, yeah. And but then, then, then Cody comes back on oh, screen. We see, this is the first time we see Ugh. Cody. And what's the first thing we hear from Cody? Janelle and Christine have banded together and shattered my world. Yes. Like they oh, kicked oh. me out of my homes where I could be with my children and, you know, cut because, off my relationship with my children. Because there's no way for me to be with my children anywhere else except for the homes that I live in with these women. I can't possibly call up Savannah and go to a Starbucks with her. Well, no, he, <laughs> it's so he, stupid. Yeah. Like, he says, I don't have the emotional fortitude to do anything. And then he says again, he said this before, the phone goes both ways. I'll reach out to Savannah and bring her Christmas, albeit late, but eventually it will happen. And it's just like, oh my God, it's just, he, you're getting worse. Yeah. Like, that was, I think, worse than last week. Um, well, but it's just, it, it's, it, he's, he can't, it looks bad. And he doesn't want to look bad. Mm-hmm. So he now is having to kind of, okay, how do I look bad here? Well, 
they threw me out of my homes and I can't have Christmas with my children. And the phone goes both ways and and I can't. And then it's like, well, so what about Savannah? Well, Savannah will have Christmas and I, but I don't have the emotional fortitude and she'll have, I mean, like he, he knows Christmas when I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, but he knows, he knows this looks bad. He knows it. He knows he, 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 no, he, he, he does and does not right? His ego and his narcissism isn't letting him own the fact that he screwed up badly and that he basically forgot about Savannah. That yeah. in his, his, his ego just took over and he forgot about his child. Um, and so, oh God, poor Savannah. I mean, she's mad and she's sad and no Christmas mm-hmm. gifts. And they all talked about how something has switched. Mm-hmm. Something has switched in him. And, um, and then Christine says, you know, she just, she was just so horrible, that feeling, not feeling any hope and not feeling any like, and then she just can't even finish the sentence. Just that, that feeling of just, she's, she says, is he going to leave everyone but Robin? (laughs) Kind of looks that way. Yeah. Um, so next we have Robin heading over to Mary's house. And you know what? I think this is the first time I've gotten a real good look of Mary's yard. And I'm thinking to myself, this is nice. This place is really a huge house. Nice. Yeah. She's got like a built-in fire pit and a built-in um, barbecue thing. Mm-hmm. And like, this is what we want for our backyard. It costs a fortune. Mm-hmm. And um, and a wet bar for the backyard. <laughs> this woman gets a wet bar wherever she goes. How yeah, does, she, how does n- but nice? yet no one ever goes to her house. She never entertains. It's it is really nice back there. I wonder. And apparently, how big is this place? And it's just her. Oh, I think it's like a four bedroom house oh. or something. But they still have to sit outside, which yeah. I guess because of COVID. Because you have to remember, this is December, January, like twenty one, twenty two. Beginning things were still, yeah, mm-hmm. things were still sketchy. Yeah. Well, you know what? Christmas was tragic. For Robin. for Robin. Yeah. Tragic for Robin. Tragic. And now we're back on the text chain. <laughs> the infamous text chain. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Lordy. Christine says that Cody and Robin decided that the sibling gift exchange wasn't safe for them. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? A gift. How can a gift exchange <laughs> be unsafe? In what world? In what universe? But Robin's, I mean, yeah, I don't, this whole thing is so bizarre. Um, this, got, okay, this, this whole thing, like from here on out, the rest of the episode, I'm sorry. Robin is full of shit. She's acting. This is all an act. She's trying to act like she's so dumbfounded about how did this happen? What's happening? Need an explanation for why my family's been blown to smithereens whatever it's like bitch no you you aren't this is such an act Mm -hmm. i'm not falling for this i'm not being gaslighted (laughs) well i do have hold on when we get there i do have some questions i do have some questions i'm not saying that i i i I do believe that some of this is an act and i also believe i think she's incredibly stupid yeah Um, i I think it's a combination of things um and i also think that she's highly controlled but i don't think she gets I think this is why she is Cody's favorite is that I don't think she gets to make a lot of decisions. I think whatever he says goes. And I think this is why she is top dog. So, um, 
But Robin says that she wanted them to be at her house. She just didn't want a fight. Did she really think a physical fight or a, a big shouting match fight or whatever was going to break out? I, mean, I don't think she on. thought that. No, I don't, I don't know what she thought. I don't know. Okay, so this was weird. I didn't understand this. So then Robin tells Mary about how Isabel Truly and McKelty came over the next day. And Mary didn't know that they had come over. Mary didn't even know that Isabel was in town. Mary wasn't invited. So and then Mary's like, why is she telling me this? And Robin's like, oh, I didn't know Mary didn't know. So what is this all about? Because so is it awkward because like oh we should have invited mary over for the second christmas oh okay i didn't understand this like i think mary's thinking well why didn't you invite me i would because mckelty hates mary right isn't that the issue but mary always had like a special relationship her like isabel would go and stay at her house and when isabel dean would be feuding and like from way back when from these episodes that like when they were in Las Vegas and stuff, like Marion has had a special relationship. That's why she was asking about Isabel. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, and she wasn't invited, you know, and so she felt left out. Okay. All right. I didn't understand what that was. I just assumed that she, I thought because she and McKelty never got along, I just assumed that's why she was like, oh, McKelty was there, so I couldn't be there. That's mm-hmm. what I, that was. I don't thing. know. Maybe that had something to do with why they didn't invite her. I don't know. Um, McKelty said, I'll come over, but not if Mary's there. Okay. Um, let's see. And then, then we get into this whole thing about God, Mary and Cody and how they're better friends. <laughs> they're better friends than a married couple. And they're not even friends. <laughs> I, oh, God. I don't know what she's talking about. Now we're back to like, you know, what really broke up the family? What's really happening here? What is happening? Because Robin's gone over to Mary's house for answers. She wants answers. Yeah, she's trying to get some some answers. And then she's trying to understand what happens. Yes. But then we're back to Janelle. Uh, she says she doesn't know about her marriage. She's not really interested. Her children have felt like there was so much favoritism all these years. But Janelle said she felt like she was okay with it. So yeah. she's just now waking up, you know. Mm-hmm. She coasted over problems. Children, yes. She's coasted over lots and lots of problems. Yeah, but and she said that up until COVID, Cody was regular with his schedule. That's what he was saying, yeah. He oh, said he, that I kept oh, he that said schedule. That. Yes, I kept yeah. that schedule. It was very regular. regular. Which now oh, they're all that. going to, they're all going to like shatter that. Um, yes. Well, illusion. so this is, so again, you know, back to Janelle and her religious beliefs. And then Mary um, says that um, Cody was always very attentive to Christine and very early on in their marriage. Um, what was it? that uh, Very early on in their marriage, one Christmas, Cody gave Christine a ton of gifts, but forgot to give Mary anything at all. And I mean, you could see very early on, Cody was a terrible plural husband. Like he yeah. seemed to really struggle every goddamn year. Like it's all coming to light now that Cody mm-hmm. was terrible at this from day one. Yeah. He, he could not from the moment Janelle came into the picture. Oh, this was the other thing I want to go back to. Janelle keeps kvetching the entire time about how I don't want to be divorced. I don't want about this divorce. Then was, isn't she already divorced? 
Was yeah, she married and divorced? She was, but at that point, she was just an LDS Mormon. I think that then when she converted to the FLDS polygamist AUB church, now she really doesn't now she's this. real like that's what she's okay. struggling with Got is it. that belief, I guess. Okay. So this is the thing: Cody has always been a terrible plural husband. This is what we're learning. What we're learning is he's never been able to know how to balance it across the board. He's terrible at this. But also, I think he's also admitted that he married Christine partially because he felt that it would give him some sort of status or leg up or something Mm -hmm. in the AUB church because of her grandfather was the head of the church. So maybe when they first got married, he was trying to satisfy Christine Yeah, it was going to get him somewhere, which clearly it didn't. And then when, you know, he realized that he quit paying attention to Christine. I'm sure that was just that one Christmas. Yeah. That Christine got his attention and then it's over, you know. Well, and so this is the best. So Mary says she has a secret. I was like, ooh, this is good. What is this going to be? I was a little disappointed um, that she started keeping track of her time, you know, that she always claim that it wasn't one third and and she kept track of her time and she realized that it was less than a third mm-hmm. and again we're back to and i thought to myself of course of course it's going to be less than a third i was i was like of course it is he he is gonna have to spend a certain amount of time away from all of you right because at that time too are you counting work are you counting you know, time that he would go away to see family, time to do anything. Like, he's going to stop and get gas. He's going to stop and do well, other things. I don't like, think she was counting hours necessarily, but more like family nights. time or nights. Because oh. you know how they were real uh, real clear about, oh, it's Christine's night, then it's Janelle's night, then it's Mary's night. I think it was spending the night. Mm. That's the That's the impression I got, but I don't know because yeah, I mean, what does he, again, what does Cody do all day? Well, so back then, I think when Mary was tracking, I think this is when he had to work. Yeah. I think back then he was working. And so, um, once they moved to Vegas, Robin has a confession too. She also tracked the time. Mm -hmm. She said she tracked for a month or so, or a couple months when they were in Vegas And so apparently Cody tells this story about how he did this little experiment, which was so bizarre. I I don't know what the point of this was. Almost to shut Christine up or to like Mm -hmm. prove something to her. Like he spent 25 days in one month with Christine, you know, to shut her up, just get her to stop complaining. And, And then all the other wives were upset and he said, well, yeah, so she she was happy, but everybody else was upset with me. Well, and duh. Yeah. yeah you, th- you knew that was what was going to happen, and, and, but it wasn't sustainable. Right. Christine, has the, Christine says that then he went right back to the way it always was, went back to Rob all the time for the next 59 months. Yeah. <laughs> and well, he so, wasn't with anybody else but, but Robin. Okay. So here's my question. So here, so he says, Cody says, when we're in Vegas and they moved into these new houses, right? When they built new houses, Robin gave him a garage for his car. Oh, I love She gave him an office. So no, this is my question. Hold on. If we, if that, and so that when he was at Robin's, he wasn't really with Robin, that he was in this office or he was in the garage, which I truly believe that he 
the, the, and this is what I'm wondering. Everyone is constantly talking about how he was always at Robin's house, always with Robin, always with Robin. Is it possible that really all that time he wasn't with Robin, that really he was just alone? Like that basically he was screwing around in his office, screwing around in his garage. That really it's again, that it's not that Cody, that maybe Cody prefers Robin. I, I do believe that Cody prefers Robin, mm-hmm. but that Cody also is a shitty dad and husband, that he is not Mr. Wonderful, that he's not Mr. Hands-on, that I think he spent, once he wasn't working full-time and he had time during the day, I think that he probably sat, I think he got up, I think he did the little things he had to do, I think he went into that office all day, and I think he sat on his computer. Yeah. I think he sat on his computer, I think he did his quote-unquote multi-level marketing things. I think he Mm -hmm. answered emails. I think he looked important. I think he went to various meetings. I think he would be like, go into a meeting, Robin. I think he'd run out. I think he'd go to like get coffee and kibitz with someone. And then I think he'd come back. And then I think he'd spend some more time there. And I I think he'd come out and talk to Robin a little bit. I think that's what his kids would see. And then I think he'd go back. This is what I really wonder. I think that's partially true. But look, there's only so much quote unquote work that Cody can do because we all know he wouldn't work because we're in Las Vegas in those houses. They're, the show was primary work and source of income and whatever MLM or whatever stuff he was doing on the side that couldn't have taken that much time. So I, I just think it was a convenient excuse. And I, and I think it's just something that they're they are using now to come back and try to clean things up and say, oh, no, it wasn't that he was always spending all his time with Robin. It was that it was just that he had an office in his own garage at Robin's house. Mm. OK, so I, don't, I don't. So you think I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid? Yeah, I think you're giving <clears throat> Cody a little too much credit. OK, all right. I mean, well, I'm, not, I'm not giving him a lot of credit. I'm just saying that he's effing around all day, not doing much of anything. But you think that most likely he's kind of sort of in that office and then hanging out with and her. And then he because, comes inside and has lunch with her. And, you know, because Robin says that her kids struggled all the time because they felt like they that he wasn't around. Yeah, enough. I think that's bullshit that yeah that her kids were so upset that he was never around he was always with the older kids but the older kids are complaining that he's never around mm-hmm. they're complaining to janelle and mm-hmm. you know especially janelle's kids were like he's never around yeah <laughs> but again i still think that even if he was around all the time it, you it, 18 kids is too many i mean you, it's just oh, no, it's, all too much. it's all too much it's, it's impossible and christine was saying that he would never come over till five or six o'clock in the evening so no i don't believe this i believe this is revisionist history mm-hmm. they're full of shit you know they know look they know that the public perception of them is is not good. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do some damage control here. And I um, don't They know meaning Robin and Cody know yes, that the public perception and, yeah. is not good. And yes, so beca- because it's been how long since the last season? It you know, they've had a year or so of people bashing them. Mm-hmm. And then they start filming this. They know. They're they're trying to repair their reputations. All right. I don't know, just trying to give maybe the benefit of the doubt, but okay. I'll give him a little bit, a tiny, <clears throat> tiny bit, but. Um, so uh, Christine says, 
yeah, Christine kind of gets some digs in with Robin, says that she can't trust someone like Robin, right? Who says that she wants a family knowing that Cody was at her house all the time. That's monogamy. Um, And Robin says she's been holding out an olive branch with Christine, you know, to have a potential of a great relationship. And, um, and Christine, this is great. She was like, we did counseling in Vegas. She said, I was very direct that, that Cody was at Robin's house all the time. And they, and, and this is where they gaslit her and told her, no, we're not. And so that's the point at which I was thinking to myself. So if you were at the office, if you did have an office, why didn't you say you were at an office? I was like, if you really had this office, why didn't you just say we have this office? Because that's why I was like, what is he doing in his office? Christine knows what his Christine knows. He, he has, doesn't have enough to do in an office all day. Mm-hmm. Their their job is this show, you know, and whatever other little things they tried to do that never went anywhere and never got off the ground. My sister wife's closet or some MLM or something that doesn't take up how many hours in a day does that? Yeah, take no, up? I know Nothing. he doesn't. Oh, he I, I, I have no idea what he I don't know. How how does he fill his days now is my question. I, I would love to know. He just drives around. Like, yeah, because remember last season they were talking about how. Yeah, nobody, again, nobody knew where Cody was or what he did. I think he drives around in his car. He thinks he goes into town. He probably goes to some, like, lunch place or diner and sits there and meets with some, you know, friends and shoots the shit mm-hmm. and runs errands or drive. I don't think he does much of anything. Yeah. Um, But Christine says that um, Robin, she wouldn't want to be friends with Robin anyway. She would no. reject that friendship. No. Yeah. She said um, Robin never told her that she wanted a friendship with her and she would have rejected it anyway. <laughs> she couldn't trust her. So I have a question. So this next story, I am so perplexed by. Did you understand this whole story with Janelle and Robin in the house and Cody? Did you understand this about like Robin? She lost her rental. It was a few months before she, so she lost, she lost her rental. She wanted to find another rental. Well, she did like she did. So, and Janelle went to her a few months ahead of time and was worried about her buying a house Mm -hmm. because of money for Coyote Pass. Mm -hmm. Cody was really pushing Robin to buy the house. And then, then, um, Robin and Jen and Robin and Cody got into a fight. And so it sounds like what happened was that Robin and Cody were fighting. Robin brings up a fight an uh some kind of conversation that she had with Janelle a year and a half earlier. That then oh, gets- Janelle was telling her not to buy the house. No, I don't know. Apparently, this was something that a, a discussion that Janelle and Robin had a year and a half earlier that we don't know what that discussion's about. It's not explained. They had a discussion a year and a half earlier that I guess I think that maybe Janelle said something to Robin in that in that that then that Cody then repeats and throws back in Janelle's face. But we don't know what it is and what happened. And then Janelle says, um, uh, Janelle's just kind of like, well, I kind of figured out from there, like, oh, this is how it is. Right. Like kind of like basically she's going back. I, I so. I guess you didn't understand it either. It was a little bit of like, okay, so she's, 
you're not doing a paddle monkey. You're not doing a very good job of, of don't include this if you're not going to explain it. Like, don't include this little tidbit. Because I guess what Janelle was saying is, oh, I get it. So anything that, that I say happens with Robin, Robin will repeat it to you. Oh, and yeah, repeat yeah. it and throw it back in my face. So she, I think she betrayed me. She had this discussion with Robin about buying the house and saying, like, Janelle was against it. And then Robin went back and told Cody about it. And then Cody got mad at Janelle or something. Yeah. But something I mean, that, like that. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's just, why include it? But why would you trust? Yeah. Well, your first mistake is trusting Robin. Yeah. You know, of course she's going to go back and tell Cody and then Cody's going to get upset because it's like, well, whatever Robin wants, you know, Robin gets. And actually it was really what Cody wanted. He wanted to buy that house. I don't yeah. know if Robin was acting or pretending or what she was pretending like she didn't want the house, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but this is this big thing, right? Because Janelle is saying to Christine, one of these like Cody's big line in the sand right now is you mm. need to be nice to your sister wives if you want to be with me well right he did that to not just christine it turns out he also did that to janelle yes and janelle That's is saying same thing and janelle yeah. is saying um yeah uh that means that i need to be that means i need to be nice to robin and of course the irony is right and this is what christine points out which is insane because she's like who was robin's best friend mary yeah. And he doesn't give a shit about it. Right, right. So that's <laughs> the logic. The, the logic falls apart right there. I just love how Christine is calling him out on all of his shit. Oh, she <laughs> like she is just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just calling him out every step of the way. It's like, yeah, yeah. She is then, just. Okay, so then I love this part. So then Robin goes into. Oh, God, Robin. He didn't spend enough time with me. And I was keeping track of the time, too. And. He didn't spend enough time at my house. And and then she goes into this whole thing where she's like, what happened? I don't mm. understand. And and this is the thing that I think is really this is this is a valid point that I think Robin just doesn't get. She says that um, it, it basically it kills Robin that her kids didn't get to have the same experience as the other brown children had yes you know with the closeness of the the oldest five or six whatever mm -hmm. it is growing up or the you know the middle kids and it's like well okay of course not you i mean you have some kids that are around the same age as some of the other kids her three oldest kids but they didn't all grow up together from birth of course they're not going to have the same bond and then you have these two little kids solomon and ariella like they don't fit in anywhere mm -hmm. how are they supposed to have this experience and it's like if if robin was smart she would realize it is impossible mm -hmm. you know logistically See, impossible this is why i'm saying that i don't think all of this is a manipulation i really do think she's dumb i really <laughs> really do that she's stupid because i wrote robin get a grip like counseling she is over at mary's like trying to figure out this big giant mystery of like i don't understand it's like it is january christine left in what august september yeah christine is glowing there i mean i don't care if if you put 
$10 million in a suitcase and mm-hmm. threw it at Flagstaff. I don't think Christine would take it. Christine no. is so happy. Robin is so dumb. She is sitting there trying to rack her brain and think of ways to get Christine to come back to Flagstaff and and build this family back and put it back together. This is where Robin, this is where she is at. She's trying to figure out how to bring Christine back. And you're just thinking like, have you not seen Christine? Have you not seen this one? She is so goddamn happy. You can't even, I mean, no, get a grip, lady. It is over. It seems to baffle um, her that, all the of the kids gravitate towards Christine. And it's like, well, no shit. She raised all these kids, Robin. You yeah. didn't. She is a mother figure to all of these kids. Um, but again, yeah, you think you can compete with her? I'm sorry. You cannot compete with Christine. Mm-hmm. And she's gone. And people are going to go, like, you know, with her. They're going to side with yeah. her. The yeah. chips fall where they may. I mean, this is just... Well, this- I- and crazy idea because you always used a nanny. You always right. you, you, you always separate take care of your Yeah, kids. you always separated yourself. You always used nannies. You always used your sisters. You always used other people. And 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 it's this is the this is this part, this dumb part, this whole thing of like this cheap, broken version of a family. You know, she's pissed because she got this cheap, broken version of a family. It's like, Robin, do the math. You could, this was so clear to anyone that was walking in the door. Unless he was, unless you thought he was going to keep taking sister wives, you were going to be the last. Your kids mm-hmm. were going to be the youngest the ones. Youngest. These kids were going to, what did yeah. you think? Logan was going to stick around? I mean, I, I don't know. I think she was so dumb that Cody told her, oh, everybody's going to stay. Oh, I'm going to build a compound and everybody's going to oh, stay. And she don't believed you worry. That. And she, yeah. he, she believed that she is that stupid. That yeah, she believed all that. Because I remember back when he was talking about how he wanted to build that big house so all the kids could come back and live in Flagstaff. And both Christine and Janelle were like, mm, that's not how it works. Yeah. It's not how life works. And, but Robin is dumb enough to believe that that could be a possibility. And also, Robin always, you know, she has infantilized all of her children. Yes. Won't let them have, she has to control the relationships that they have with their siblings. You know, why don't you just let them like, you know, be free. Have you don't have to control? They can have mm-hmm. their own relationships. God, let them maybe go out and like leave the house. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I it's unreal. But it, it really was just unreal. her just standing there in the snow, just like racking her brain, yeah, trying to figure out how to get Christine back. It's like no, 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 no. Christine is scouting for places for Janelle to go. Right. Janelle <laughs> is one foot out the door. And Mary is and Mary's finally ch- waking uh, up. Yes, Mary's five minutes from leaving. Yes. <laughs> See, from, from so this is, the end of the episode. And, and Mary, who is, you know, not always my favorite person, Mary is like, Robin, like, yeah. Robin, she is getting fed up with you. Yeah. She is getting like, get, come on. So this is what I love. We now go to Salt Lake City and the music is like, <laughs> like, this is a happy place. We're happy, going happy, somewhere. Happy. Like, people are happy here in Salt Lake. So they're planning uh, Christine's 50th birthday and they're going to have a 50s theme. And Cody, Robin, and Mary are there, not invited. They are not invited. <laughs> Neither is Cody's mom or <laughs> any of Cody's friends or anyone associated with him. 
Well, poor Christine. She just said that she felt like a second-class citizen for all of those birthdays and all of those family gatherings yeah, she for so long. It's awful. The, they were all tense and... God, that must be awful. They must have been yeah. terrible. That I mean, she didn't make it seem tense when well, you watched the she's, show. She's a very positive person and she made the best of it and whatever, but yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can see yeah. it. And then it all comes back to Shamar Moore. Yes, it does. I didn't know you could get a Shamar Moore pillow and blanket. I didn't know that was possible. Well, yeah, you just send in a picture to, you know, one of these companies. That oh, and then you can just get a get oh, a picture. I of, yeah, get a picture of him on your pillow. Or, mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then they go back to Flagstaff where it's like, mm, uh, wah, wah. I know. <laughs> yeah, oh, so there's... Mary has no one to talk to. So she has to talk to the camera. I know. Well, Mary, at least she's, she is smartening up. You know, she says. It feels so little. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, I keep going. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I I, it it, it almost feels like she's made this decision. And so she's just going to kind of summarize it and wrap it up. And this is her exit scene. Like, I'm sure next week we'll see her like, you know, there'll be some big exits. I don't know if next week is when she breaks it to Cody and Robin that, you know, she's leaving and then Robin oh. breaks down. This is Sister Wives. This is this is going to be like nine years of this. I mean, this is going to be several episodes. But well, but I love how she she can't even come out and say, I'm leaving. I'm leaving flag. I'm leaving this marriage. I'm leaving the situation and I'm moving to Paris. She has to kind of soft pedal it by saying she's moving her clothing business to Southern Utah or Northern Utah. So yeah, what does that that mean? I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I thought she was going to say, I'm leaving. I'm done with this. I'm just moving, like, forget it. I'm not waiting around anymore. I'm going to move to... She's moving to Utah, moving to where the inn is. And then she just says, I'm moving my clothing. Okay. She says, I'm moving my clothing business, which we all know is LuLaRoe. Right. Moving that to South Southern Utah, which is where the inn is. And And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Well, her friend, Jen, who she does. The Fridays with friends. Yeah. As part of her business helps her. She's already living there because since Mary's mom died, Someone has to be there you mm-hmm. know, to run the place. So I guess Jen is there helping her. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen is living there. Um, she's going to move her clothing business to Parowan out of the inn. And she, but see, she's got, see, Mary is just so pathetic. She, she cannot just say I'm leaving. She says, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the family because, you know, Cody's already left me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then she puts this. It's like, just come out and say it, Mary. It's OK. We all want you to. We want you to leave. Yes. We want you to move on and have a nice life. Because what's hap- by staying here, this is not good. You need to leave. Cut ties. It's OK to say I'm leaving. But she can't. Yeah. She has this allegiance to Cody and to Robin that she she this is this is going to be a process for her so this is like step one in the process and she's basically already saying like cody has left me mm-hmm. so but he hasn't told her what cody and robin are doing to her i think is so effed up 
It's, it's so effed up. The fact that Cody, so basically Cody has, I didn't realize this, that Cody's never formally said to her, I don't want to be in this with you anymore. That essentially he is, he, she has alluded to the fact that he has had conversations. Basically he has said on national television, I don't want to be with her anymore. Right. I'm out. And, but he has never directly said to her. So she does not have she does not have the guts or the will to walk up to him and be like, say it to my face. Right. Tell like you've said it to cameras. Right. You've said it to everybody else. Why don't you say it to me that right. you do not want to be in this with me anymore and have the guts to say that you don't want to be with me and get, let me go. Release me mm-hmm. and let me go. And then the other part of it is, is that I wrote this down. I said, what Robin is doing to Mary is really unfair. Like, mm-hmm. Mary, you have to say, Mary, you have to do mm-hmm. this. You have to stay, 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 stay. For what? No, for what? For yeah. you, Robin? For you? Because you want so someone you can to say you're in a plural marriage. Yes. Still. Yes. So that you can say that you're in a plural marriage so that you can have someone so that you can have a friend so that someone can sit there in a rocking chair so that you can use and abuse her. No, F mm-hmm. you. F, no, it's not yeah. fair. I think it's what she is doing. And the fact that Mary is so scared to tell Robin because she feels so bad, like that is ridiculous. If you're a true friend, a true sister wife to someone, like really true, you would say, you would turn to Mary and go, Mary, go. I'm mm-hmm. releasing you. Mm-hmm. Like go tell Cody, F you. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm going to help you pack up your these crappy leggings and I'm going to help you get to that end. That's what a good person does, which is what, you know, a good friend helps you see what is real and true and does what's best for you. doesn't keep you in this crappy situation. No. That pissed me off so much. I'm like, Robin, why are you doing this to her? It's shitty. And I hope Mary gets out of there soon. And then Cody comes on screen and he gives this really fucked up spin on it where he says that... um, Christine dealt with this by just leaving. But she complained about plural marriage for 15 years. Right. And then she just left. And then she just left. And he and Mary, they've been taking the time to see if it will work. They vetted their relationship. Are you kidding me? Like, what? uh, Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Defies logic. Well, once again, Cody, anyone who just ups and leaves him and dumps him is bad anyone who will stick around and try to grovel with him no matter how much he hates them or doesn't want to be them is good with him i guess yeah i mean it's just sick this yeah. man is sick it's yeah and christine says right she just said cody strung mary along for years and it was mean and cruel yeah and if she didn't leave he would do it to her and she saw that writing on the wall. And so she was like, I'm going to pick up my stuff and I'm going to yeah. go. And now Janelle's and, seeing the writing on yeah. the wall. Yeah, and Janelle's like, oh, I'm seeing it too. It's so, so, so clear. And I think that, I mean, this happens for so many women, which is why you see a lot of people, um, you know, at various ages and stages where people get divorced. Um, I, I, I think, you know, what's it's unfortunate a lot of people... Um, you know, a lot of people get divorced when their kids are, you know, go off to college because, right, it's like everyone's out of the house and you're like, oh, I can finally breathe and look around and, oh, crap, I hate this person, you know? Like, I really see you for who you are. You know, when kids finally get out of that toddler stage that's so hard where you're running around, um, you know, people... So I think this is really what's happening for so many. You know, Christine, I think, 
finally her kids got to a certain age. And I think she was just like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. And I think this is what's happening. And and it's um, all it takes is one person to kind of just wake up. And that's what it took. So hopefully, Mary, God, Mary, please, please. I know. It's okay, Mary. We are all giving you our collective permission. She she just seems to feel it's like she just feels so much guilt and shame and everything. Like she just is having such a hard time letting go. Mm -hmm. And we know she finally has. They finally, you know, they did their divorce announcement or whatever. Yes. yes. But God, this is painful to watch the uh, leading up to that. Yes. It is a lot. It is a lot. So at least it wasn't as bad as last week. And um, yeah, last week was last week was a lot. Yeah. From, you know, social media, people were very disturbed mm -hmm. by Cody's, you know, manosphere talk and his talk with Nathan. And it it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was. Oof, boy. All right. What an episode. That's episode five. Yes. Episode five. Episode five. (laughs) So again, we appreciate your support. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe. Um, We are... Continuing with our Sister Wise Rewind, we might mix it up a little bit and mix in some other stuff because there's some good shows coming up. Yeah, Love, and, Love is Blind Love is, is coming blind. back. Yeah, we really want to watch that. So we might kind of, you know, yeah. mix that in. You know, Sister Wise Rewind, it's not going anywhere. It'll just continue till, you know, <laughs> till yes. it's done. <laughs> but we might take a little, we might t- take a little pause, watch some other yeah. shows. There's some cool documentaries that are coming out. So we yeah. might want to cover those. Yeah. And um, And yeah. And if you're new here, we um, there is the Sister Wives Rewind episodes that go through season five. Yeah. We're on season Um, five right now. We're on season five. I think we're finishing up season five. And we have we just finished covering. And just like that, we have other documentaries, true crime, celebrity trials. We're Gen Xers. So we tend to gravitate towards Gen X kind of topics and um so check out our archives and thank you for your support and if you like the podcast please give us a uh five-star review we would appreciate it and we are on social media at instagram and tiktok at psych legal pop and anything else no i think that's it thank you so much we'll see you next time see you next time bye bye 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com